Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. But this morning I want to start with a topic. I call it power and properties. Power and properties. I want you to turn your Bible with me to the prophet Obadiah and what he said. The prophet Obadiah was talking about the time when the people of God went into captivity and they were taken into captivity in Babylon and the prophet began to prophesy and tell them that we are going to return from the captivity. People like Jeremiah, and I'll speak about Jeremiah in the night, all of them prophesied. They said, we are coming from the captivity. We are coming back. They said, 70 years from now, we are coming back. 70 years, we are, coming, we are going to come back. And as for somebody like Jeremiah, he even bought a piece of land in the land of Israel and he said we are coming back and I want to prove to you that we are coming back by buying a piece of land myself so we are coming back from the captivity and when we come back Obadiah said we are coming to possess the land now in the case of Israel in that time the land of Judah was taken into captivity and they were betrayed by the house of Esau because a man's foes shall always be day of his own household so the Edomites or the, the, the sons of Esau or the Edomites or the, the, the Edomites, they, they betrayed the people of Judah and they were carried into captivity in the land of Babylon and they were there for many years. And the man of God began to prophesy. He said, you will return to Mount Zion and upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance and there shall be holiness and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Verse number 19 says, And they of the south shall possess the mount of Esau, and they of the plain of the Philistines, and they shall possess the fields of Ephraim, and the fields of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. If you want to understand this particular verse well, you have to go to other translations, like the Amplified, so that you can understand it well, because the way it's written in the King James can be quite confusing. Verse number 20, And the captivity of this host, of the children of Israel shall possess that of the Canaanites, even unto Zarephath, and the captivity of Jerusalem, which is in Safrad, shall possess the cities of the south. And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion. Saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. So God is saying, Upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. I want somebody to say, Upon my house shall be deliverance. And I will possess my possessions. So he said, And the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Now, people... The people God wrote the Bible to were the same like you and me. They were human beings like you and I. They were in flesh and blood. And God told them, you will possess your possessions. It's so interesting the way human beings sometimes pretend as if properties, physical structures, houses, Buildings and lands 
are nothing. It's very interesting the way Christians don't put any premium on them. And all they tell you is that we are pilgrims on earth. And the pilgrims on earth die and leave their children up as pilgrims. And their children die and leave their children's children as pilgrims. So the religious mindset tells you that it is righteous for you to have a sanctuary like this, which is called a church. But it is irrelevant for you to have a house which you can call your own. Ladies and gentlemen, having a house or property you call your own helps you to serve humankind and it helps you to fulfill your purpose on earth. Somebody who has a house or property of your own has an advantage over somebody who hasn't got a house. We cannot continue walking about with nothing the way we have been walking about all these years. And that word possession, he said the house of Judah shall possess their possessions. And the word possession in the, in the Hebrew is the word morage and it means possessions. It also means inherit, inheritance. It means delight and it means wishes. Let me stay on these words a little because they are very interesting words. It means possessions. And we know possessions. That possession is something you have and your name is on it. Can I say this to you? You will not die and leave this world without a land in your name. Without a house in your name. Anybody that is clapping, that is your portion. That is your portion. You will have a land in your name. And he said, inherit and inheritance. Inherit and inheritance. Inherit and inheritance. Listen, I prophesy on anybody here. May you receive an inheritance. And if your father left you a piece of land, even if it is a baller, may you take the baller and develop something out of the baller in the name of Jesus. You know what? When you have the desire and you believe, God will give you an inheritance. Every one of us received a kind of inheritance built on it. Even if the, the only inheritance you have is the life God gave you, and your father and your mother gave you make use of that inheritance so that word means possession it means inherit it means inheritance it means delight it means delight the house of jacob shall possess or they shall have their delight may you receive delight in life life has punished you so much something is about to change Delight is about to come upon you. I see that God will turn your sorrow into laughter. You also will laugh. You also will rejoice. You also will be glad. The Lord God will bless your life. He will turn your mourning into laughter and put a song upon your tongue. Your captivity will turn in the mighty name of Jesus. Anybody that can clap and shout, the power of God is upon you in the name of Jesus. The word possession also means wishes. What are your wishes? What are your wishes? So here's 
somebody preach a message and say, the kingdom of God is not about prosperity. But it's about what? Listen, a changed life is prosperity. Medical facilities, good ones, is prosperity. Good schools is prosperity. Having water to drink good water is prosperity. Having clothing to wear is prosperity. I pronounce prosperity upon somebody today. May prosperity overshadow your poverty in the mighty name of Jesus. If somebody wants poverty, let them keep it. But as for you and your house, I see prosperity upon you. The one with the loudest shout, the prosperity is upon your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the house of Jacob will possess their possession. They will possess the Mount of Esau. They will possess the plain of the Philistines. They will possess the fields of Ephraim, possess the fields of Samaria and of Gilead and the land of the Canaanites and the land of Zepharad and the cities of the south. They shall possess it. Somebody say, but, but you know, man of God, all we want is the power of God. All we want is the anointing of God, the power of God. As for this prosperity, we don't know where they are going, we are going with it. Listen to me. When you carry power, <laughs> you need a prosperity. Power and prosperity, they go together. People who are anointed, but they are poor, they go into frustration. Some people can be powerful. They can be anointed, but without prosperity. Good luck to them, and may the Lord let them have what they have chosen. But as for me, my choice is this, Lord. I want the power. I also want the prosperity. Because it takes prosperity for you to express the power you have. Prosperity is the grace that expresses power. Prosperity. Listen. Prosperity makes power look nice on you. That is why Elisha looked nicer than Elijah. If you give me Elijah and give me Elisha, I may choose Elisha. <laughs> Elisha helped the sons of the prophets to get a place to sleep. Elijah was alone, running from cave to cave. How many times did you hear that Elisha was sleeping in a cave? And fire and earthquake are shaking all over the man. No, no, no. Elijah knew the house of the, 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 the woman, the, the, the woman of what? The Shunammite. He knew that. When the people needed more land, they needed more room, Elisha led them to go and create more space. I see somebody with that double portion of the spirit. Double portion. That is why he said, I need a double portion of your spirit. In other words, you carried only the power. I didn't see prosperity. He said, but now you are going to receive double because you are going to receive the power and you are going to receive the prosperity. I see the two descending upon you in the name of Jesus. Peter's church, they were not eating stone. In Acts chapter 6, after the power, the anointing, the grace, and everything, Acts chapter 6, the Bible said there was murmuring among the Christians.
Grecian women. Why? Because the Grecian Christians. Why? Because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. And the daily ministration was food. Their confusion was because of food. That didn't get to people. That is why I said Badaka Obrukuga. In other words, it was no stone they were eating. Don't worship God and pretend you are eating stone. May you receive food. May you receive food. When Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights and finished, and the devil came to tempt him, the first thing the devil talked about was food. Godliness with contentment is great gain. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. You will never lack food. You will never lack food. You will never lack food. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the first will is, give us this day our daily bread. Before forgive us our sins. As we, do you notice that? Uh, go to verse 11. Give us this day our daily bread before forgive us our trespasses. Why? When you are hungry, it's very difficult to forgive. But you know what, people? Early church. Let's look at the scriptures. Acts chapter 4. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. They were of one heart and one soul. Can you say one heart and one soul? <laughs> Come on, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Why? Why were they of one heart and one soul? Because they had one stomach. I will show you that they also had one stomach. Neither said any of them that all of the things he possessed were his own, but they had all things in common. If people don't have all things in common, they cannot have one soul and they cannot have one heart. The only thing that keeps us common here is the word of God, the Holy Ghost, the anointing. But as for this, your testimony is your own. Just finish the service and go. Don't expect me to be dancing and singing. I'm looking for chop money. You are talking about your child in one of the best schools in America. You are expecting me to be dancing and shouting. So, the reason these people had all they were of one heart and of one soul was because nobody said that all of the things they possessed were his own, but they had all things in common. They shared everything. Those people, their language was, my car is your car. My house is your house. My land is your land. My food is your food. My clothing huh, are your clothing. Anybody that can shout the law of equalization, the law of equalization, the law of equalization is working in your house, is working in your church, is working in your nation. Come on, scream like a fire. So in a family, what you do in a family to bring oneness is to try and close the gap among yourselves. I said you are closing the gap. 
receive the prosperity and the blessing to close the gap. That is why God is blessing you so that the gap between you and your wife will close. The gap between you and your husband will be closed. The gap between you and your brothers will be closed. The gap between you and your sisters will be closed. If somebody can clap your hands and scream, the blessing of God is upon you. So the Bible said, they, they that believed were of one heart and of one soul, neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed were his own. But they had all things in common. Verse number 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Then great grace was upon them all. Stay on this scripture. And with great power they gave witness. Their shadows were raising the sick, the crippled, the blind, the maimed, the deaf. These people, they were raising the dead. These people, they were causing cripples to walk. These people, they walked in supernatural power. The sick were brought from other nations for Peter to heal them. With great power, they gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible said, and great grace was upon them. Gave the apostles witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus one message converted 3,000 people because the disciples were in various parts of Jerusalem not one message but one day's ministration converted 3,000 people another time 5,000 people just the power of the preaching demonstration of the power of God and the Bible said great grace was upon them listen to me we are in a dispensation when there is great grace upon us for it is he that giveth the power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that gave out the power. He didn't say to raise the dead, to get wealth. <laughs> if a draw can give Sika, how much more the one who said the silver is mine and the gold is mine? Listen, some of you are afraid to prosper. Hey, if I prosper, which is to kill me, because of your prosperity, you will get a good funeral. Because you see, your funeral will be better than the other person who had nothing and died. <laughs> at least at your funeral, people drink Fanta and pompon. Am I talking to somebody at all? I pray over you. You will prosper and witches cannot touch you. You will prosper and God will say, touch not my anointed and do my prophet no. And when Zechariah sent a message and said, tell Zerubbabel, that saith the Lord, it's not by might and it's not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. He was not talking about preaching. He was not talking about healing the sick. He was not talking about raising the dead. When he said it's not by might and it's not by power, he was talking about building the temple. Building the temple. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes the power of God simply manifests itself in the capacity to build. When you see the anointing, you are quick. Magic. Manipulation. No, it's grace. He gave me inspiration. That the thing is possible is grace. 
Everybody say grace. Come on, shout it grace. Come on, shout it grace. Come on, shout it grace. And look at you. As soon as you start prospering, they will find all kinds of reasons why you are prospering. Oh, they'll say you went for Sikedu. They'll say you went to Togo. Why is everybody's business failing? And your business is succeeding. The reason is because a thousand will fall on your side and ten thousand on your right hand, but it shall not come nigh you. Anybody clapping right now, you are becoming different from them. God is making you different. Great grace. For with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the prizes of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles feet and distribution was made to every man according as he has need oh Yehoah 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 whenever there is power power will attract Wahelians But he said, when with great power, they gave witness. It attracted all kinds of people who had need. But there were people who were owners of property. They were owners of lands and houses. And they sold them and brought the money to the church. My reason for coming to you today is that the body of Christ must have houses. Houses and lands. I'm not talking about just the church. Having the houses and the lands. The people, we must own them. Oh, come on, clap. That is even better than selling it. And coming to put the money at the apostles' feet. The man took it to another level. I pray over every one of you under the sound of my voice. The power of God is breaking up. Many things are needed in the kingdom of God. May you be one of the people who will prosper in these days of the outbreak of the power of God to provide for the needs of the church. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.